So oh, hobbies. You know, just living. Hobbies. Uh, how, how about the fucking Dodgers start to win some games? That's that's hobbies. That's that's hobbies. That's hobbies. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, hobbies. Hobbies. Yo, dude, that's hobbies. Yo, that's look at the BBC That's hobbies. Yo, dude, that's hobbies as fuck. Let's go. <laughs> hey, fam, that's hobbies. Let's go. Yeah, hey, fam, that's hobbies. Let's go. Yo, fam, hey, fam that's hobbies. Let's go. Yo, I'm, I'm let's, ra- go. I'm, let's fucking go. I'm ra- I just raised my hand to say that's hobbies. Uh, yeah, just, that's hobbies. If we could circle back real quick on that's hobbies. Um, that's um, yeah, you know, it's hobbies, right? Um, Hobbies are great. Me and all my homies love its hobbies. Yeah, we love its hobbies here on the, the C Lab Show podcast. The C Lab Show. C-Lab that is show. What, that is what that's what it do. That is what it what it be what it do. Um, how y'all doing? Uh, hobbies doing okay. I'm eating some it. fucking pierogies right now, so feeling good. Yeah. Oh, yes. that's hobbies. That is that is wonderful business. I'll be uh, pierogies. Can you eat in one sitting? I'll be. How about I? I can eat. How about a? How about a five or six? No, it's a lie. I can eat like twelve. How about big, big, big chungus? Big chungus. These, uh, these notes. Uh, I'm I'm drinking whatever this this is. Uh, the inferior of the of the big uh big cold brews that you can get at whole foods this one is not not so great and while the other one tastes like it's not so good what it's not so good what's so good Jim used to have much better taste this the now other one don't anymore you don't really have great taste anymore it's really a shame what's happened to our poor jim it's really a shame what's happened to Oh, yeah, because the other one, the Califia, uh, tastes like a candle in a good way. And this, like, tastes like a candle in a not-so-good way. So that's kind of where we're at. Califa, uh, you can't have – you have too much Califa, you're not going to like it anymore. The best thing you can get is Brady's. Or, I'm sorry, Grady's. I call it Brady's. Other people call it Grady's. Call it Grady's from Whole Foods. It's pretty I, good. It requires pretty milk in there. You want to have yeah. some good milk with your coffee. <laughs> When, when you uh, drink too much of that, do you do a whiz Khalifa? Yeah, dude. yeah. That's when, I, that's when I whiz. That's when I whiz. I get a great sense of Khalifa. So, steal that. Uh, now we have to pay Eric Andre a royalty check. So thanks, yeah. me. It's all right. We have to pay, uh, you know, fucking TBS uh, for the uh, NLCS game that we're watching right now uh, live and commenting on. Uh, up to bat right now. I'm not sure who this is. Who do you think this guy is? Guys is hobbies. This is hobbies. This is a Tom Tom Bonsall, I think. Uh, uh. <laughs> Tom Bonsall loves hobbies. God. Tom Bonsall is the president of Hobby Lobby. Uh, that's how much he loves hobbies. Is that he's willing to pay the government money to do that paying the government money to have to have its hobbies uh what are we doing what what am i doing um i can't believe i'm having eight o'clock coffee 
It's this is good. Um, at eight p.m. for all of those at home listening to this on Friday morning here in a few weeks. Yeah, this is absolutely just 8 p.m. Welcome back to the Sea Lab Pod, you motherfuckers. Um, check under the sea is what it is. I'm your host, Jim. I'm uh, DJ Buttertub. And I'm a pitcher, Jay Kelly. Good to, good to be here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for taking your time off the baseball to, to, to join us. Taking your time off the, off the baseball, just, just speaking English. Speaking the English language over here and doing it well. Uh, today we're talking about season four, episode five, Return of Marco. There's is this show still going? Can't fucking believe this show is still going. Um, uh, December twelfth, two thousand four. Um, Marco, who died three episodes ago, has somehow reappeared. Uh, later, Marco and Debbie sing. Antonio Carlos Jobim's Waters of March in Portuguese. Let's jump right the fuck in, guys. What do we think? I guess it was okay. Uh, I, it's late C Lab. You know? Yeah. It's late, uh, late stage, late stage C Lab, much like late stage capitalism, sucks ass. Hey. Boy, boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. Right. Yeah, um, I. Hmm. 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 I'd say it's uh, not very good episode. I uh, I would rather do a lot of things than ever watch that again. Yeah, I I feel like it it doesn't work because it's the eighth or ninth episode in a row where uh, any of the humor that you could get out of like having characters act consistently. You know that's that dog won't hunt anymore on this program. So instead, we have Marco with a bunch of fever dreams or something, and it's like what I think South Park criticized Family Guy for 15 years ago about. It's literally just a bunch of jokes made by uh, sea creatures pushing beach balls around in a big vat of water. A water vat is what we call it in the, in the business, and so. Like I don't know. I thought there's some fun stuff. Like the monolith thing made me laugh a lot. Um, yeah. And then I put when Marco's like they should have sent a poet. I put in caps like, "Oh my god, this has a contact reference mixed in with 2001." And then uh, I love Marco being like, huh, "I'm not messing with the face of God." Uh, that made me laugh oh, a lot. Yeah. Uh, that was that was such a great. That was such a great like sort of. Uh, jump discontinuity and in, in marco's character arc because like 
it's like the first time you hear Marco be fucking flippant. Uh, and that is like such a refreshing way for him to be, I think. Yeah. And I, I loved what he, and we, we've touched on some of the, this kind of cool dialogue when they're like, when Marco's like, it's some crazy kind of crazy kind of billboard or something, however he said it. Like that made me, that made me giggle. Uh, what else? Okay. So there's a Stimutex billboard. JFK's walking around trying to get a snow cone. Uh, Marco has Snake Plissken hair and the scar that Snake Plissken has from Escape from New York slash LA. Uh, and when he shrugs and stuff, his scar should stay in place on the screen, much like the fire from Fire Ant and Space Ghost. And yeah, it's, um, it's it's worth noting that I think that um, that that Marco, like Marco with the Snake Plissken hair and the and the stubble, and just like I guess it's just Snake Plissken Marco. Uh, is a fucking is like just the biggest vibe and i i really love how it, it's actually pretty prescient because if you look at any like if you look at any kind of like mid to late 20s alt person uh, of of any gender in 2021 like they are rocking that look like the snake bliskin mullet is the most fucking popular hairstyle for like people in their late 20s right now and so i, I thought that that's that was a pretty funny thing for that is like in the universe I live in, which is twitter.com, right? Like that's the fucking, that's the look for people. So, yeah. The mold is, yeah, very much bad. I mean, even on this, on this, on this baseball team right here, on this Dodgers, um, on this Dodgers and, and on this Braves team, we got some, some real mullets going on. We got Jock Peterson rocking a mullet. Uh, lots of interesting mullets happening. I, I feel like, uh, for maybe the first time in history, there's like a significant overlap of like uh, of like of straight jocks and like gay leftists having mullets, and I, I enjoy I enjoy that kind of, that kind of unity. It's good. Same. Yeah, I mean, like Joe Kelly right here. He's he's rocking a mullet. He's looking good with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't even write anything down for these two episodes because I was just so uh, uh, nonplussed in the incorrect way uh, by them. <laughs> yeah, you you were not you were nonplussed in both ways, right? You were you were you were underwhelmed, but then also off put. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, I, the, the word I would actually use for, for them is I think that this was a hand, or this was a very taciturn episode. I don't think it had a whole lot to say um i think it was it was fairly um I, I think the funniest part actually was the turtle uh that was the only time i actually re remember laughing was the turtle trying to make its escape and then and then yelling freedom yeah it's good i i like the little bit of little bits of you know marco speech like, like marco being really fixated on the the, the cocoa as like a sort of like as like a way to distract from having to tell the story and he's like do i detect the pinch of cinnamon cinnamon uh pretty good pretty good me getting to do the the marco accent moment there that i just had um, yeah people I, saying I, people saying crikey uh, over and over again is good i guess did um, that happen yeah, a couple times, crikey. <laughs> I really didn't care about this. I, I, right, I remember the the hot chocolate because I, I just bought some um, 
some St. Elizabeth's allspice dram to make fall old fashions. And, yeah. uh, and, and it's, it's, it's really tasty, but I, I was like, yeah, cinnamon is really fucking good. I'm really glad that Marco is appreciating this. Um, I feel like I missed a few episodes, but w- did Marco die in one of the episodes? I, I'm, I'm confused. Is this actually like a, a, a yeah, it was one of the, that was, that was in one of the episodes that, that just J.I. and I did. Yeah, Sharko's Word. Machine. Yeah. Marco. Wait, Marco, I, I, was, I, was, I was on Sharko's Machine. Fuck. Well, then, yeah, no, that was just like, it was a really weirdly like. It's like uh, an Oscar thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, because um, he said like he, your father got bit in half by your mother. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And but I, I I guess maybe it's hard for you to know when it's a completely throwaway fucking line uh, or not. Um, yeah. Just like this completely throwaway uh, blood orange uh, seltzer, uh, uh, white claw surge seltzer that we're we're getting a little bit of an advertisement for right now. Uh, Jim, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, you know um, the thing about millennials, right, is that we are we are the four loco generation. Right. Uh, as many as as the shank of our generation was coming of age, we got to experience the the absolute um, balls to the wall kind of crack esque experience that was uh, original recipe for loco. Now that that demon seed has stayed with us well into our 30s, where we are now, you know, getting getting sort of masthead positions at uh, you know a lot of these companies that are providing these liba- libations for us and. Uh, the latest manifestation of, of that is is uh, White Claw Surge. It's like your your average White Claw, but with a with a significantly uh, boosted alcohol content, uh, so that you can, as a as a thirty five year old, black out like you did when you were twenty. Uh, um, go go to your local Kroger family restaurant and get get a uh, get a four pack for twenty five percent off using the code uh, under the C at checkout. Thank you. Your next blackout's on us, fuckers. Your local Kroger restaurant, I love that. Uh. Oh, yeah, I said Kroger family restaurants, didn't I? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well, well, I mean, anywhere is a restaurant if you believe in yourself. I fucking open up the sushi and eat it right here in the goddamn fire lane, you motherfuckers. There's nothing you can do to stop me. Uh, Yeah. yeah, fucking a. Uh, I was really reaching. I guess there was like that little Outsiders reference that like Outsiders is on HBO now and, and or HBO Max now, and I guess like I do really need to watch that because it's like the third time the Outsiders has been referenced in my like line of vision in the last three weeks. So that's really weird. weird. The Outsiders? What's that? Yeah, the movie. It's the gang. It's the gang, uh, gang book and movie. I thought we had to read that in high school or something. Maybe that's before I moved. Yeah, the movie, the movie, The Outsiders, is one of those fucking. It's like it has like it was that movie that sort of King made like every single heartthrob actor of the '90s, like way before, and like Patrick Swayze and Matt Dillon and fucking Rob Lowe and Ralph Macchio. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So like I, I'm, I'm just mixing that up with. Uh, 
whatever that fucking movie is called where they go on the adventure to find the boy's body. Oh, Rescuers Down Under. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that movie that you're thinking of is Office Space. <laughs> um, That's some hobbies. I, I think that the that the that the blood loss fever dream has some moments like, uh, fucking I don't know, man. Like the the shave ice bit is funny. The fact that he got the snail the snake plissken haircut from a, a squirrel, crack crackhead bit <laughs> yeah. fucking doesn't age didn't age so well. But this was this was two thousand four when like crackheads were like the butt of every joke. Um, and that just kind of was a was a very of the time thing. Uh, I do really think like probably the funniest moment in the episode for for my money is uh, the just put that bucket of urine next to that bucket of pale yellow sports drink. Uh, pretty good. There's so many throwaway jokes on this one. Yeah, they, this was just like a, I feel like this episode is is in a uniquely bad position in that like the only real redeeming aspects of it are the throwaway jokes uh for for what that's worth like i think it says a lot about sort of how down bad the uh the show is i another thing that i mentioned this just complete solipsism is that like they're they mentioned the kevlar vest and i'm like starting my fourth watch through of the wire today and so like I, there was like the kevlar vest mentioned in episode two season one where like they fucking they fuck around in the projects and get their car torched. I don't know. It's a really weird convergence moment. Um, I I think I I the my favorite moment of the fucking episode was the goddamn um uh, like the old animations uh under the Portuguese song. I think that whatever that yes. I think I, I guess a bossa nova jam or whatever. I don't know. Like that 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 song was a fucking that genre, entire genre of music is always a big vibe. And oh, so, yeah. like, Love I that. like that. I sort of feel like that the use of that was sort of like the logical extreme that we've seen so far of like the collage uh, element of the show. And it's it's funny how you can like see a high like that, so many low lows in one episode. Those are kind of that's kind of the sum total of my thoughts on this one. I I agree. I think the musical the musical moment and the and the turtle were the only real real standouts for me um i was a big a big fan of just enjoying that song because it was very sumptuous and and beautiful um and and i had a good time just sitting there listening to it for the two minutes or whatever that that joke went on uh while looking at the really fucking odd animations with debbie's eyes uh looking completely ketamined out um which was pretty bizarre yeah, yeah, definitely a whole eyes. Um, I just want to say one last thing because I thought I was done, but one last thing to say is shout out Stormy um, because, like, I feel like in season four he is like far and away the best character overall. Like, he's really, really the MVP, and I feel like he is the root source of a lot of the best throwaway jokes. I, I fully agree with that, and I don't think that that most reasonable pe- reasonable people would have predicted that in the first uh, two and a half or three seasons. Definitely um, not. Which, which I think actually pays off even more uh, for, for its, its, its fucking efficacy. Yeah. yeah. Just, 
Um, yeah. Do we have anything else about this one, gentlemen? Let's see if uh, Will Smith is going to hit a home run. That's all I want to know. Shout out, Will Smith. Um, stay with us. Thank you, everybody, uh, who's Thanks. continued with us through this journey. Peace and love.